I want to tell you who conservatives are. We conservatives have not done a good enough job of just laying out basically who we are because we make the mistake of assuming that people know. Well, what they know is largely incorrect based on the way we are portrayed in pop culture, in the drive-by media, uh, by the Democrat Party. Let me tell you who we conservatives are. I don't think it's that loud. We love people. When we look out over the United States of America, when we are anywhere, when we see Sorry, a group of people such just, as this or flagged. anywhere, it's a speech. we see Americans, we see human beings. We don't see groups, we don't see victims, we don't see people we want to exploit. What we see, what we see is potential. We do not look out across the country and see the average American, the person that makes this country work, we do not see that person with contempt. We don't think that person doesn't have what it takes. We believe that person can be the best he or she wants to be if certain things are just removed from their path, like onerous taxes, regulations, and too much government. We want every American to be the best he or she chooses to be. We recognize we recognize that we are all individuals. We love and revere our founding documents, the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence. I know I can't play this part. Can't play that. Hey. Hey. That's my shit. Hey, what's going on, beautiful people? No applause today. My name is Kasabian Lavo. Welcome to the Kasabian Lavo Show, where it never ends because we talk about everything. Um, this week, uh, I skipped on Wednesday's show because uh, one of my mentors passed away. And uh, love him or hate him, the accomplishments that that man made were uh, very fucking amazing, if you really sit on it. Uh, Joe Rogan has the biggest podcast in the world. He gets 30 million downloads a month. Rush Limbaugh was getting upwards of 45 million listeners a week, a week on AM radio. So you can hate them all you want, but the numbers were there. Uh, and hey, enough in the chat, chat, relax. Um, Rush uh, really meant uh, really meant a lot to me when I got into music and had money i didn't know what the fuck i was doing nobody in my family had money this way um as i've said before when i started writing professionally i had to stop listening to the radio because it would influence me when i was writing music and that's not a good thing you don't want to write what's on the radio or you want to write something that sounds like something that's on the radio because it's usually two years old or older it just happened to take off at that moment you don't want to copy that formula always come up with your own shit you'll get paid more in the end. Um, I would listen to talk radio and it was so hard to listen to. But when I started making money, I started spending uh, more on taxes and I was like, yo, where does my money go? Right? Like I was always so curious, who am I paying all this money to? And what does it do? Um, I would listen to all these business guys. That was a real estate show. I'd listen to on Saturdays and Sundays. Um, there was there was a couple weird shows, and you just kind of listen to some alien shows and shit in the middle of the night, some Vegas radio shit that I would just run into. Um, but 
every once in a while you would hear like a, a, a cut for Rush Limbaugh. And I was like, who? like, I've heard the name. It was familiar. And um, all I know is that uh, it wasn't really uh, popular. You know what I'm saying? Like when you heard Rush Limbaugh, at least from in my circles, I know a lot of people that think Rush Limbaugh, you think racist, you think bigot, you think, you know, a crazy old white man. Trust me, I was on the same shit. I was just curious. I wanted to know what was going on. So I started listening to the show. Um, that's when I got into Dave Ramsey and like learn how to take control of my shit. And uh, just listening to all these guys just drop, they're dropping bars. You know what I'm saying? It's a different type of wisdom when you're able to talk and drop gems. And then, you know, when they show you that dropping these gems ain't necessarily, uh, you shouldn't like hold them back. Like we hoard a lot of information. We're almost scared to give information. I think it's a good, uh, hey, yo, Gilly, do me a favor. Go fuck yourself, my boy. Um, I think it's good to give like, and when you listen to these talk radio shows with these, these, uh, different DJs or professionals in their craft and they're able to give you all these gems for free, it just makes you think like, damn, how come we don't do that? Right. So I started listening to Rush, honestly, just to talk shit. Like, nah, this dude is tripping. And then when you listen, <laughs> when you listen, um, <laughs> thank you for throwing off my monologue. Uh, when you really listen to Rush, you understand where his passion comes from. And it didn't make any sense to me. I can't, I can't fucking bullshit you. When you hear somebody talk about America um, so passionately, it always made me wonder. I'm like, I, it was weird to me. You know, I, I didn't get it. My family wasn't necessarily patriotic. Um, you know, my lineage starts in the 50s here in America. We're Puerto Ricans. We come from an island, small island. And um, Rush has such a passion for America and just such a belief in America. And I guess in my travels, I understood it. Not only did I understand it, but being Puerto Rican, I always seem to forget our, our brothers and sisters in Cuba and the struggle they have to go through to come here. And then how passionate they become of uh, the United States. And they're just so proud to be Americans. And it just, I don't know, I guess I, I never looked at it that way. I was just, I took advantage of this shit. But again, I started traveling and you realize people don't give a fuck where you from outside of America. Like we're very hospitable as a fucking country. And um, we have the biggest companies in the world. We have the most progressive laws in the world. We have the most equality in the world. We are the world leader. Like the United States is an experiment that has gone right year in, year out. And has gotten better and better with time. Alright. In this country. Uh, back to what I was saying. In this country. We have uh, probably the most robust economics. That have ever been seen across uh, across history. The poorest. Uh, lowest income. At what 32,000 a year or 23,000 a year. Puts you at the 1% of the world. That's all it takes. 32,000 a year puts you at 1% of the world. If you're just tuning back in, we lost the whole feed. Like, everything dropped. So, uh, if it doesn't make any sense on the uh, podcast, that's why. Uh, but I was explaining the love for America and, you know, just uh, understanding why it's so special here. Um, in politics, especially where we're from, they tell us just go Democrat. The Democrats are trying to help the poor people. Uh, it's not the case. It's been 30 something years I've been here and nothing's changed. Uh, never made any sense to me as to why we all had the same mentality of just like get rich quick and, and come up. Um, we were never told that the lowest income in this country was the highest in the world. 
We were never told that Democrats are trying to help us. They're creating issues to stay in power. We're never told that they're continuously putting issues in front of us that have already been solved. When Joe Biden says that he wants to set up a gun law that says that we have to do background checks when you buy a gun. Have you not bought a gun? They all do background checks. That's just how that goes. Oh, but the gun store gun, the, the, the whole loop in the gun store bullshit. Hey, what the fuck? Have you ever been to a gun show? Do you know it's not that simple? You just walk in and buy a gun. There's a lot of shit going on. But either way, he riles you up. Oh, the kids that were this and and they shot here and they shot there. Yeah, he's not wrong. But the guns aren't the problem. It's the people. We've already discussed this. This isn't something that we need to keep on repeat. I mean, we might have to until it gets solved. But you have a party that's going to continue to bring issues up that don't exist. And then you, I learned about conservatism and, and how they believe in hard work pays off. They believe in, you know, don't spend past your means. Um, be an owner. Um, you're, you're as good as you can be. You're, you can be whatever you want to be, but you're as good as you can be. And in this country, you have that opportunity. And that's the truth. That what we don't have is equal outcome. And that's always brought up as, uh, as a caveat to equality. Nonetheless... This country is far, far surpassed any other country in equality. It just it doesn't make any sense to to doubt the American dream. It's still here, still alive. Uh, listening to Rush, I was impressed at how somebody could talk about, you know, weekly, daily events for three fucking hours and keep your attention with inflections. Um, you've heard me crinkle paper here. You've heard me stop talking, you know, my, my long pauses and um some of these things are natural. Some come natural to me, but you know, you pick that up as you listen and, and you see what really catches your attention and people love to hear, um, you know, that you're really here on top of us being on camera. I really don't even look at the camera. Like I rarely look over at the camera. The camera's just here basically to watch the podcast. It's like a BTS. Uh, yeah, I do speak to the, to the stream and, and, the um, the chat, but this is, you know, more recording the show and then you know the visuals is the bonus um but this country does give everybody an opportunity to become an owner this this country gives everybody an opportunity to uh be the best that they can be and as bad as shit is we are better every year over and over and over like no matter how you think nothing has gone backwards we've gone forwards and unfortunately what we have is a generation that has forgotten what really has happened and yeah, 40 to 50 years ago, women couldn't vote. Um, interracial marriages wasn't even a thing. Like, can you believe that interracial half my family or more is interracially married? Are you kidding me? Puerto Ricans and black people are like this. I'm from the Bronx. Like all my aunts and uncles are black. Like, it's just how we rock. It's a Puerto Rican thing. My wife is black. It's a Puerto Rican thing. It's what we do. Like, we couldn't get married. Yo, we just celebrated 16 years. Like, that, that was... 40 to 50 years ago. Um, but back to Rush, because I know people didn't catch the beginning of the show because of the whole drop. Uh, the passion that Rush had for America really made me like fucking second guess myself. I was like, damn, why is this old dude, you know, and just like everybody else, I'm like, man, this white supremacist shit. You know what I'm saying? Like he, he got the white privilege. He's living this great life and and shit's sweet. And, and, and this motherfucker is just, you know, reaping the benefits of being white. That's what I thought. And then I listened to him and I go, damn, that's not true. He actually busted his ass to get where he was. He was able to take a dying 
uh, bandwidth and bringing it back to life. He literally created a genre. Not only did he create a genre, he was the leader in that genre. And there's really nobody a second to him. Um, in pay, he was right behind Howard Stern. Howard Stern is the highest paid radio personality ever. Excuse me. Um, and Rush was right behind him on AM radio. Rush is behind, uh, uh, excuse me, Stern is behind a paywall. Let that shit sink in. The free guy that everybody can access was making a couple million less than the guys behind a paywall. So um, I said here before, just because you don't like somebody or you don't understand somebody, you shouldn't take away their accomplishments. Uh, meaning like you can't change the goal line. If if talent is talent, we have to respect it. That's why I started the show with respect. It's a it's a real thing. Like I don't like Tory Lanes. I've said this before. I hate that motherfucker. I don't care. Call me a hater, but his fucking hair looks like shit, and I'm cool with that. That makes me a little happy inside. But I'm not gonna take away that the man is talented. Did he shoot Meg? I don't know. All that shit's alleged until it's proven in court. Is is he a bad guy? I don't know. I never even met the fucking guy. I just don't like him. I don't like him. I seen him do like a fucking flying kick in the street one time in a street fight. I seen him playing basketball. I don't like the guy. I just don't think he's a nice person. That's just me. But I will listen to his fucking music. I think he's very talented. I think he's a good rapper. I think he's a good singer. And I'm not gonna take that from him. And uh I always like to make sure that I give, you know, my just dues. Uh, this guy Limbaugh was crazy with the numbers. You know, so many people want to. It's like love or hate him. There was no in between. I feel like that happens with me. Either you love or hate me. Uh, where we're from, it's just one side when it comes to the politic thing. It's one side. We never take another side. That shit bothered me. That make made me want to do this. Like once I learned all this stuff, I was like, wow. So like all these government programs aren't even to help the poor people. They're to help the super rich. Welfare doesn't help. Food stamps don't help people. Food stamps help companies that sell food. The farmers. It's a farmer's bill. That's where the money even comes from. It's to go right back to the farmers. Uh, you know, it's a free market. If they provide good service, a closer service, or I don't know, there's a million other things that they can do as a business that they can make their money, but that's not happening. You know, there's too many regulations that are slowing down you know, real equality. Do you understand that women were making more money before they came up with all these fucking equal pay rights because companies understood that you had to pay better because they were being held back in many other areas. So a lot of companies were able to correct the wrong of just the time, just the time. You know, it wasn't that long ago with this whole women issue. Like I would be like, I don't understand gender roles in a relationship. Like that shit blows me away. Um, my wife's my wife. I'm the husband. The fuck does that matter? I change diapers. I take care of my kids. I cook dinner. I go to the store. I grocery shop. I know how to wash fucking clothes. I could sew a hole if I need to for my babies. Um, I, I know how to take care of my babies. You know what I'm saying? I do homework. I'm all that shit. I'm a best friend. I'm the friend. We can go outside. We can play. All that shit. There's no gender role, bro. Like, if, if you got to wash something, I'll wash something else. Like, we're a team. That's how relationships work. And for some reason in this country, when it first all started, everybody thought it was just men would run shit. That didn't work out. That didn't work out. We have a lot of women influences now. We have a lot of women in, in not only workplaces. I mean, if you went to school in, in the years that I went to school in the 90s and 2000s, most teachers were females. We were taught by women, so we were very nurtured. If you look at teachers now, they're mad young, they're immature, and there's no nurturing. And don't let me get started in teaching because we already know that we have to change our fucking our whole educational system. Um, and Rush believed that. You know, I did college online because I needed it for my businesses. And then looking back, I think I could have done without. I really think I could have done without. Um, you know, you're not even getting a, an education. You're just getting a, a pedigree. You're getting a name to put behind you. 
You know, like that shit's out the window. You don't need college anymore. Listen, there's not been one time when I've had to show my high school diploma, just being honest. And my degrees, I got them all on a fucking USB somewhere. Google them or some shit. Like, it, it, nobody asks. You just fucking tell them what you did, tell them where you went, and they go, all right, cool. That's it. You just write it down on the paper. Nobody gives a fuck. Like, what does that have to do with you getting a job anywhere? What does that have to do with you bettering yourself? It really doesn't. It's just you putting yourself in debt. Then we get shit like Biden going, hey, we're going to help you get rid of your debt that we put you in. Shit like that. I got into conservatism when I realized that my people weren't moving forward in, in so many ways. You know, the idea that we could be business owners and homeowners, but we weren't drive me crazy. Like, why aren't we like this is our neighborhood? How come we don't run our neighborhood? Like, I've always wanted to buy a strip mall in my old neighborhood and then hire nothing but people from that neighborhood and help them move forward and have like a a, a, a cycle of people coming in at a starting rate, end up becoming some type of management, make them a boss, an owner, franchise them out, and have them move on with their family out of that neighborhood. Like, I think that would be the best shit ever. Why can't that happen? Like, can somebody explain to me why there can't be uh, real education to push us forward? Like, if the opportunity is there, how come we don't take it? Who do we blame for not taking it? You see what I'm saying? We always thought, we, we think the same Every fucking outlet when it comes to hip hop news and hip hop politics, every fucking outlet that you ever listen to is going to tell you the same shit. Go Democrat. Republicans are evil white people. I literally played a speech on here where, you know, the person said that they don't see color, race, creed, none of that. They just see Americans. If you hear in America, you're Americans. Yes, this is the land of immigrants. But let's not forget that when you were coming to America, when this all first started, they were looking for certain type of people. They were asking for education. They were asking for tradesmen. They were asking for people that could help build and move this country forward. It wasn't just show up and you're here. So unfortunately, the system is broken and we need to fix it. DACA isn't going to fix it. And all these stupid ass laws that were moving kids from cages to keeping them in cages and just giving you a different name for them. Let's just stop the bullshit and really come up with a solution. Right. I'm not a Republican. The Republican Party doesn't do anything. The Republican Party is probably one of the worst parties, um, at least one of the worst versions of the party for the past 20 years. They need a rebranding. They don't do anything. Trump comes into office, gets rid of Obamacare. They don't have a plan to replace it. Why not? Y'all had eight years. Why don't you have a fucking plan? Nobody has a goddamn plan. You know, and it really blows me away because it makes me think, how can we fix this insurance issue? Is there a real way to fix it? And the only difference would be maybe, um, I don't know, tenure and doctors. I don't know. I don't know. But there's a million questions that I would love to ask to really see if there's a solution. But I really think the way it was before it worked fucking fine. And it was very, very complex before. Why fuck with it? That's what got me into politics in the first place was Obamacare. Uh, I was making money. Obamacare came around. I thought Obamacare was like the best shit ever. And then I realized if I didn't get Obamacare because I like paying cash for my doctors because I'm never sick, I had to pay a tax. Like, what the fuck? Like, I got insurance for my kids and my wife. I don't have insurance. I don't care. Life insurance, car insurance. Yeah, but I don't go to doctors. But it opened my eyes to what they were doing. You know, we have a constitution. These constitutional rights were to protect us from the government. The same government that was creating this country created a document that protected us from them. 
Freedom of speech is between you and the government. The government cannot stop you from saying what you want to say. I am a hip-hop artist. In the 90s, late 80s and 90s, they tried to stop hip-hop because they said it was misogynistic and it was encouraging violence and it was all types of bad shit and they didn't want to have it on the radio. They made us have a parental advisory sticker. We're the reason that it exists. Um, Uncle Luke went and fought for us to have the right to fucking speak and have free speech in our music and thank God for him because if not, hip-hop wouldn't even be a fucking thing. You got to thank him for all the money that you see today. They tried to stop hip-hop. Your First Amendment is to be able to say, fuck the police, fuck the government. We have that right. We don't have the right to start riots and, 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 and violence and threats and shit like this, but nonetheless, we have the right to tell our government to suck a dick. That's a thing. You know, our Second Amendment rights, the right to bear arms. That's to keep us from them. What the fuck? What's the, the easiest way for them to get us is, is when they take away our way to protect ourselves and they put us in a position where they need them. It's the same shit they do with everything. Every fucking law they create, everything they pass is just a fucking made up problem. Oh, we're going to give women rights. Women have rights. Oh, we're going to bring equality, uh, income equality. How? There's no such thing. You would have to really break it all down. And, and when you break down income equality and inequality, the statistics don't even fucking add up because it's a time thing. Time, 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 time. A fucking 10-year-old would not make as much money as a 20-year-old. It's just the time thing. Now, the decisions you make in your life to either get a better job, better yourself so that you can be more expensive. Because you're a product. You have to sell yourself. How do you sell yourself? You get better at what you do. It comes with time. All the shit comes with time. But they'll lie to you and they say, no, we're going to pass a law that's going to help unequality. What are you talking about? No law is going to, all you're going to do is take from one and give to another. How is that fair? It's not fair. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't even add up on paper. You can break it all down. There's really no, no, there's no rhyme or reason to what they do. Minimum wage at $15 cannot buy you anything. That's $400 a week after tax, probably $380. So you take it home, $380, that's $9, dollars dollars so you're what, $2,000 a month? No, not even that. I'm sorry, I overshot that by a shit ton. $1,700, $1,500 a month? Average rent right now, damn, it's not even that, it's like $1,200. The average fucking rent right now in Vegas is, uh, damn, why did I go there? Why didn't I just keep it at four? It would have been so much easier. Four and four is eight. That's 12. It's 1,200. If my math was all fucked up, that shit would have been like $974. Uh, but anyway, yeah, you're making $1,200 a month. That's a living wage. I spend $10,000 a month in bills. How is that a living wage for me? That's not fair. They're selling you short. They're telling you that you're only worth $400 a week. That's unemployment money. Probably shouldn't work that job, right? Probably you should go somewhere else with that job. Average rent in Las Vegas is about $1,600 a month. Average on the low end, you're probably looking at a thousand dollars a month. You're making twelve hundred dollars a fucking month with your four hundred funky ass dollars, fifteen an hour. They're telling you fifteen is a living wage. I'm telling you, you need at least twenty to twenty five to live comfortably. Comfortably, the goal is two hundred dollars a day. But at the moment, at least make eighty dollars a day. Keep you above water. But they're gonna lie to you. They're gonna tell you that the problem is they need to come in and fix it. They're pimps. You should read the book, Iceberg Slim's book, Pimp. Such a good book. P-I-M-P. Look it up. The breakdown of mentality of a pimp to what government does and to what uh, 
what politicians do to keep their position because it's not a real position. We put them there. They work for us. You know, somewhere we lost that, too. I learned this through Rush. I learned, I understand. I fucking read the Constitution three times. It makes all the sense in the world. These people were so fucking smart to come here and say, listen, we just need to protect the people from the government. Every time you hear the government say we created some new program, we created some new shit. Those are new jobs that we pay for. That's more money that they get. If they if fifteen dollars is a fucking living wage, every politician from the president down should make fifteen an hour. It's all money. I fight for us to be able to move forward, and we're not we're not gonna ever move forward if we have to continue to deal with a government that's gonna lie in our face and then be able to rile up the youth. Unfortunately, the youth have a very, very loud voice right now that's uncontrollable. And sometimes you don't know shit. And it's okay not to know shit, but fuck, when you don't know shit, you got to shut the fuck up. You just don't know shit. I had a girl look me in my face at 7-Eleven and goes, oh, you talk black. I said, girl, I am 33 years old. I'm from the Bronx, New York. What the fuck are you talking about? I don't talk black. I'm from New York. You are 17, 18 years old. Like, yo, you ain't even lived, yo. Like, what do you mean? We have babies that have loud voices right now, and they don't even know what they're fighting for. You want equality? Go out and get it. It's right there. There's nothing stopping you. Nothing is stopping you. Yo, most of my fucking idols are dead, but guess what? Percy Miller is still here, and if you don't know who Percy Miller is, go do your homework. Percy Miller accomplished things that it took buildings full, buildings full of people to do. He did by himself. He had a team, but I'm just, you know, metaphorically saying it it took a whole group of motherfuckers to accomplish what he accomplished in that short period of time. Very impressive what he was able to do. Look him up. Look him up. Genius. Rush Limbaugh will be missed. I'm a conservative because of him. Uh, On Fridays when we come back next week, the phone lines will be called the Rush line. Um, It's because of him I do open line Fridays. Uh, I tried it the everyday thing. I just can't do the calls every day. I, I keep this shit on D&D anyway. I just, I can't do it. But Fridays will always be for the fans. On Russia's show on Friday, you can call in and talk about whatever you want. There was no topics of the day. Whatever you wanted to speak on, you spoke about. That motherfucker gave away phones, gave away books, gave away toys. Um, I would like to get to that point where I could start giving people as much as I can. And I want to use this platform to teach my people, the people from the ghetto, what it is to be a conservative and how we can, you know, move forward with this. Uh, at the beginning of this shit, if you go back to the first podcast, I was giving away a business plan, a fucking show. I was because we're doing once a week. So I was able to put together a different type of show once a week. Like this show went from a show that had replay value to a show that now is just digestible. But it's it's what's next. And it's meant to be this way. It's This is not made for replay value. This is for today, tomorrow. And that's it. It, it, you know, it's all intentional. I'm not doing this uh, short form or this quick version of, of the show to just get more plays and more downloads. No, I'm just doing it to stay relevant in a different aspect because I would like to maybe one day get to a five, you know, every day have a have an episode and really have, you know, a different style of production and maybe approach it differently. Most likely they'll be shorter, too. If I do five days, you'll probably get me for 15, 12 to 15 minutes. No longer than that. With all the filming that I'm doing now. And all the cutting, my eyes hurt from all the cutting and 
buying footage to make intros and 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 fucking sitting down with people to get things going like it's fun i'm not i'm not gonna lie uh there's a couple people that you know really pushed me to do this and uh rush limbaugh was definitely one of them um probably the first him and dave um and 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 honestly joe fucking button man joe button bro joe button uh nori with drink drink champs excuse me uh, you know djfn like you just see them telling all these stories and you go wow man like these are just like the best stories ever if these guys could teach economics and teach politics the same way they tell their hip-hop stories we might have something so bing i'm something i'm different you're not gonna like me it's either you hate or love me but i'm not gonna agree with the fucking other side i I refuse man i stand on certain politics i'm right here i'm standing on my words I'm a conservative. I'm a free I'm a free thinker first and foremost. So just because I am, you know, boxing myself in as a conservative, I am able to know the difference between being, you know, classified and trapped. I can admit wrong. I actually like being wrong. I prefer to be wrong because that way I, there's less pressure. Like, I don't give a fuck if I'm wrong. It's easier to be wrong. When you're fucking right all the time, you have a high standard. Rush Limbaugh was right 98% of the time. What the fuck? I don't want that pressure. I don't give a fuck. I want to be wrong a lot. Correct me. Teach me. I love learning. I'm very curious. Pause. I just I just had to pause that. Uh, Kim Kardashian is divorcing Kanye West. Uh, Takashi 69 put out a new song where he used the clip between him and Meek Mills. And Meek Mills looked like a straight chump. Meek Mills should quit rapping immediately and move to Philadelphia to sell Philly cheesesteaks and get paid for standing at the door at Walmart. Um, what else? That was it. That was it. Slow week. Slow week. Texas is frozen. Elsa came out. That motherfucker said, let it snow. And that whole bitch froze over. There was a video of Shorty in the parking garage. She's like, this is a five-level parking garage. Look around. Nobody's here. Just me. You know, her whole fucking car was covered in ice, yo. Like, that shit was fucking hilarious. Um... Sorry for the interruption in the beginning of the show. I had a really good monologue. Um, I was thinking about this damn show for a minute because uh, that fucked me up. Wednesday show came to a complete stop. I was literally working out. I was training and it came across my phone that he passed and I was fucking devastated, man. That one hurt. That one hurt. And I know people might understand. That's all right. I was never here to make people understand. I just want people to understand um let me stop because i hate when people do that i'm not here to make people understand rush what i was here to do was to explain myself as to why i'm a conservative and why i look up to him you know i judge people for who they look up to not the comments they make i made a comment where i said wow y'all still talking about trump and the comment was about the tower coming down and my thing is what's next right so the comment goes wow y'all still talking about trump is there nothing else to talk about my my rally my family member commented yo trump was talking about obama 2020 and i go okay like you understand that that's one person to a many like when i say they talking about trump i'm talking about everybody still talking about trump if you if your rebut is trump talked about obama the guy that worked in the same job before him you have no argument you literally just wanted to hear yourself talk when these Democrats have nobody else to attack, they're going to start attacking themselves. Cuomo's under attack. Gavin Newsom's under attack. Fucking uh, 
you're going to see the censorship police start censoring themselves. It's going to get fucking ugly. And go for it. Eat each other up. I'm going to tell you this. Take advantage of every single fucking program they offer. Don't turn nothing down. If the government is offering 30% of your down payment on a house, take that shit and come see me. I'll help you buy a house. If the government is offering to give you a big-ass business loan with a low interest rate, take that shit and spend it up. Get everything you need for your business. This is the time to prosper. This administration is going to be the most wasteful administration you have ever seen. Mark my words. They are going to... Yo, gas is shooting through the fucking roof. Interest rates are going up. I feel like I'm staring at the sky because I'm not high anymore. And this fucking lights really bother me. It's really hot. But anything they offer. The forbearance... Check this out right now in Vegas. I'm going to make this... I'm going to talk about this tomorrow. We'll talk real estate tomorrow. My name's Kasabian. Live in the moment. Don't live in the past. Be safe, stay dangerous. Live vote loves you. Wah! Awkward out. Awkward out. Awkward out.